Kevin taken care of. We will get this show on the road. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Hello, everyone. You're listening to the Dice Haven Actual Play Podcast again, I hope. <laughs> Visit patreon.com forward slash Dice Haven to learn more about our show and access bonus content, which we are beginning to trickle in there. And I'd just like to give a special thanks out to the Patreon backers, Riff Leads, Sin, and Shrep. I hope I've pronounced those correctly. If not, well, I apologize in advance. That first one sounded horrible. I don't think that guy knows how to do a name. Yeah, I'd <laughs> no, say you guys awesome. Leads. Is, is it Rifle Leads? Yeah, it's, uh, it's something. Anyway, I'm Mason, the GM, or as Traveler calls it, the referee for the campaign. I'm Stan Shin, and I play Jada Scant, a warrior priest. I'm Bailey, and I play Tassan, uh, relieved Tassan now that his sister is, that we rescued his sister and got his mom off planet, too. I'm John, and I play Admiral Amasorian Kane, and I'm super excited about the launching of our new ship, the Cat's Claw. Finally! I am Chris. I play Ruben the Harcoon. Uh, I'm still on a quest, apparently, to find hair gel for my fur. Do it. Make the sound. <laughs> and I am Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I interrupted the howl. Great yeah, way to start. <laughs> and I am uh, Jeff. I am a new character. Um, I play a Katal named uh, Khatal, um, and I am a six and a half foot um, Katal feline race character. That's right. Yeah, baby. Yeah. So I just want to say again to the I'm. Um, we have is it four backers now, which feels yep. crazy. <laughs> given everything going on in the world. So, hey, thanks. It's really awesome that you guys are enjoying this enough to do that. So we appreciate it. and love having you guys join us along the trip. And as Jeff has said, he is a new guy because due to no longer being constrained by table space in a smaller room, we had space to add Jeff. He's a friend of ours from other campaigns we've done and really fun to have. And so we thought, why not bring him along? Because we got, we got space. So Jeff, welcome to the game. Yeah, Thank welcome, you. Jeff. Okay, episode 16. We ended last time. We had successfully rescued Tassan's sister and had some nice family conversations and was able to convince mom and sis to leave the planet for a safer place. And if memory serves me right, they were going ultimately to Concordia, or not Concordia, to, um, oh, what's that one? Um, Methodian. Uh yeah, I don't know that we decided where they were going. They might be going to Claudius. Um, Claudius, that's the one. Yeah, Concordia is the name of our subsector. That is correct. Yeah, my brain would work correctly. But I don't remember if you guys ever decided. Uh, uh, no, it's, uh, it's wherever they decide. And I was just, Desan's plan was just to get them off the world, um, hopefully kind of off the books without their names being on the, the registry um, for at least the first jump so then they can make a jump somewhere else right so yeah yeah um i think we ended last time everybody was on board and you so. were about we to make the, the disembarkation process but we're gonna rewind time a few minutes to before just before that you're on your ship people have been trickling on checking in getting their um, accommodations set up getting their things placed into the cargo hold and secure and buzz has been taking care of that quite well uh, despite the occasional um difficulty in communication because of this uh, thick accent and these are all high high passengers so um, maybe a little bit more hoity-toity as oh, maybe 30 seconds before 
Buzz is ready to call it and hit the door, uh, waiting for this one last passenger. Running down the corridor is this uh, tall feline gut character everyone instantly would recognize as a Catal. He comes busting through the door and Buzz, he's like, ah, hold on there, wait, uh, again, just come run on the ship. I need, I need your, what's your name or your information here? Uh, I am sorry, I do not know what you just said. I say, I need your name. Are you on the manifest? I feel like I'm not doing Buzz quite correctly. You're doing uh, good. <laughs> Admiral uh, Kane walks up behind Buzz. I was getting ready to head back to the bridge because I thought we were missing a passenger, so I kind of walk up behind Buzz. Uh, I'm going to look a, a, like enlightenment on my face for a moment, and I, I bow my head slightly, and I present my forearms to you in a um, looks to be a ritual fashion. goes, this one's name is Hata. Um, I see passage on your vessel. Oh, yep, there you are. So you booked this travel agency here. So, yep, okay, Hatal. Uh, everyone's over there in the in the dining hall over there. He's waiting there. We'll come in there and give a little speech, get yourself set up. You have And put your gear in the cargo hole. Uh, he looks at you. Uh, okay, well, it seems all you got there is a weapon and some clothes in your back, so we don't have to worry about any gear, but uh, you still go meet us there in the in the chow hall there. And that's when he turns around and says, oh, here, here's the here's captain of the ship here, uh, uh, Captain Kane. Uh uh, Captain, this here is uh, he's the last one coming on board, so we're all ready to set and go. And he hits the button and shuts the airlock door. Uh, yes, you, uh, you know, don't anything for me. I'll go in there and start getting everybody set up and ready yeah, for. That'd be great, and and make sure everybody buzz is secure. Uh, we're going to be heading out, and everybody's in their chairs for launch. Uh, appreciate all your work. Um, hey, good to go, good to go. Atal yes, looks uh, confused a little. My name bit. is Captain Kane. Uh, what is your name again, sir? Uh, this one's name is Hatal. It and is I, a pleasure to be on your craft. I bow back down and kind of bow down. You notice me actually extend my arms as well in a similar greeting. Ah, and, uh, you understand the culture? I've had the privilege to travel to uh, actually Habis um, in the subsector over and for a mission to meet with some Kintal, uh diplomats and emissaries and was honored to interface and meet with many of your race. And in fact, over the last eight years, I've been in that sector of space multiple times, some for good reasons, said sadly, some for bad reasons. Ah, you must be much enlightened then. Well, that's the nicest thing somebody said to me in a while. I, uh, would it be impetuous for me to inquire what uh, clan you worked with? Oh, um, now that you mention it, um, hold on. I pull out a data pad. I'm just kind of scratching my head. Yes, yes. Um, my notes here, it was the Trollya-Iwai clan, um, a diplomat by the name of Chaltal. Um, so um, Katal's, um, um, his, his face lights up and he goes, uh, I am a member of this clan. Oh, they were highly respected and... We uh, interfaced with them on a mission of great importance between our two peoples and helped uh, resolve a potential threat that could have exposed both of our nations or both of our people in the galaxy. Um, he was an excellent diplomat, quite articulate and, and uh, very, uh, very forefront and very honest. Yes, I uh, served him uh, some years oh. back directly. You were, in the, you were in military service or in uh, diplomatic yeah. service. Uh, no, I uh, was part of the uh, military. Oh, that is good. We have a couple of crew members here that have served in the Imperial military. Let me uh, escort you to your room, your stateroom. It says here on the manifest you're in stateroom four. Uh, if you want, follow me and bring your equipment. Uh, you see that he has uh, literally just his. Now, 
real quick out of game uh what's the social faux pas of carrying your weapon onto the ship like this it's an axe but that's all he has on him yeah normally you would lock weapons in the weapon storage locker in the steward room and then you could be release weapons on the ship if needed because you're not a crew member okay so would i have check that in beforehand uh probably we can walk by buzz's room and i'll we'll hand it to him there okay yeah there, um, there's lockers frequently in the area of the the airlock cabin, yeah uh-huh. or they can you know you bring your stuff on down to the cargo bay and secure it there. Well, then I would have probably just. There's, there's a weapons Buzz. locker right next to the steward's cabin. Okay. Well, then I will. I would be happy to um, drop my uh, personal effects. Yeah, yeah. Come over. Uh, I think our steward's getting ready to get some appetizers and stuff for the people. Um, uh, he's really happy. He's got a room all by himself. He's happy as a pig in slop. If you go, if you see our <laughs> steward. Anyway, um, hey, uh, we'll take you to your room after we drop off your axe. So as we're walking to the axe, um, I, I kind of give you like a toothy, wide-faced smile that uh, probably only a, a true predator could give. Um, <laughs> and uh, I smile at you and I said, uh, by the way, uh, your pronunciation of Katal tongue was actually quite excellent for um, one such as yourself. I appreciate that. Actually, at the university, I took... Uh Katal culture for a few years and uh, have the highest levels of respect for your people, their honesty, their directness, and their, uh, I would call it uh, speed of action. Sometimes in uh, our culture, uh, politicians take a long time to make decisions. And I found that when Katal set their mind towards something, they move relatively quickly. It's very impressive. That is a uh, honor for you to say that. Please come on in and get strapped in. We're getting ready to take off. We're making some announcements over the, the, uh, broadcast system in a minute. Do you have to pass through the kind of main dining area to get to where this weapon locker is? Yep, it's on the opposite side of the ship from the from the airlock. Okay, so as as you're passing through here, you can hear Buzz in the background going on about here's the rules, here's where you go, and and naturally he gets to the dinner and he gets very excited and about his his family recipe uh, of gumbo that he's very famous for and. And you kind of laugh maybe because it's uh, the same gumbo he fed you when you went to his house and he was getting ready to make on the menu at his at that restaurant. So <laughs> he gets a bit of an excitement when he talks about that. And are the rest of us there? Well, so are Admiral Kane about to give a, uh, a embarkation or debarkation? Yeah, I'm actually going to have a quick crew meeting. Um, okay. And I wanted to get in the bridge, have everybody come to the bridge for a quick crew meeting before we launch. Okay. And, and where you guys are is up to you because... You're just getting the ship ready to go, so I'll I leave that in your hands. Yeah, I'd be in the engine room. Yeah, and Jadis, yeah, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Jadis is uh, probably on the bridge uh, getting the uh, ship prepped for launch. Yeah, Tassan's probably in the computer room just uh, working on the computer and starting his astrogation plotting, just, you know, practicing that. Perfect. Uh, gentlemen, um, I, I actually bring up the holographic display and... and uh, for each of your stations so we can all kind of see each other. Um, this is an incredible day. We are about to embark on the first mission of the Cat's Claw. This is a longtime dream of Ruben, Jadis, and myself. We are honored, Tassan, to have you as part of our crew. Uh, we're honored, Buzz, to also have you as part of our crew. And this is a momentous day. And I don't know if Jadis or Ruben, you wanted to say a few words. I know this means a lot to me. Um, I would ask that we all do our jobs at the highest level of ability. 
our brand and reputation of the cat's claw is dependent upon our execution, the, the service that we provide to our passengers, the quality of service, the safety at which we deliver them to their location. And we will be measured by the um, effectiveness of our journey as well as of our ability to, and our kindness towards the people that happen to be on our vessel. Um, Jadis and Ruben, anything you would like to say? Uh, gentlemen, it is a, a, a great honor to be serving with you on this uh, newly christened, christened vessel. And, uh, and then Jadis does a little sign of the cross and he says, uh, may our journeys be guided by the maker of all life and may he grant us light in our journeys ahead. Amen. Well, uh, Admiral, I know you're captain now, but I can't stop calling you Admiral. You can call me captain. All those years serving, serving together, but uh, uh, I am but a simple harpoon engineer, uh, and this has been a dream of mine, uh, as you know, and I am thoroughly, thoroughly excited to take the cat's claw on its maiden voyage. I've prepped the engine room, all systems are go, ready when you are. Excited. Uh, Jadis, uh, Tassan, is anything you'd like to say as a valued member of the crew? Oh, yeah. Well, first of all, thank you guys for uh, helping, me, uh, helping me with my sister and my mom. And I, I really appreciate that. Um, that. That was, I mean, you guys, I mean, Ruben, uh, I mean, I think you're still bleeding uh, right over there, Ruben. We probably need to put another bandit on that. It's still hurting a little bit, but uh, yeah. I'll be okay. I'll be okay. Okay, well, we come to the medical bay, and we, I'll help you out with that. Um, no, but no, thank you guys, and I, I'm excited. Um, I'm, I'm excited. This will this will be a lot of fun. Uh, uh, after leaving Glaxon Megacorp, I, I I wasn't I wasn't sure what I was going to do, and this 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 will be this will be good. Well, Tassan, we moved your. I asked uh, I asked Buzz to move your mom and your sister into the luxury cabin, so they'll be in near the cruise quarters right next to our cabin, so that oh. you'll be able to have access to them. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah. Thanks. I, don't, I didn't expect that at all. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. It's costing us some money. They're family. But, don't worry about it. I, I really appreciate that. Cool. Uh, Buzz, anything you want to say before we take off? And how are the passengers? Are they ready to go? Did you call Buzz into that room? Oh, yeah. yeah no, no. I, yeah. I, I kind of video cameraed up everybody to their station so we can all kind of talk because everybody's in their positions. Okay. So I missed that part. So when you video him in, he instantly like mute you. Because he's dealing with all the passengers. It's not disrespectful. He just he's yeah, like, yeah, totally doing his job. Um, so uh, you ask him that question. There's no response. Okay, uh, cool. I'll assume Buzz is good to go. Um, I'll make an announcement over the comm and uh, Jadis, prepare to take us out. We need to go to 100 orbit so we can uh, plot our course. Uh, if you can, Tassan, start working on the astrogation. I know it will be very quick, but it never hurts to plot a few of them until we feel comfortable. Yep. Um, Jadis, let me make the announcement and then take us out. And Very I'm good. excited. Aye, aye, uh, lady hey, go ahead. I just said, aye, aye, Captain. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are honored and privileged to have the opportunity to have the first maiden voyage of the Cat's Claw. Uh, we are honored to have you on board as passengers of this vessel. Uh, we will take you safely and securely uh, to our destination. It should be hopefully less than a week. And you will be arriving over the planet of Vishna. Uh, we will give you a status all along the way. Please get seated in the launch and accelerator couches in your staterooms or perhaps in the common area. Uh, we wish you the best and thank you for flying Cat's Claw. And then, uh, you know, you can't hear anything, but Buzz comes over the comm. Hey, Captain, I uh, got the speech there. Everyone seems uh, ready to go. Um, they're mingling about. Uh, so whenever you're good, I'll, I'll keep doing my thing down here. Uh, cargo secure. 
Yep, that's it. Buzz out. <laughs> Thanks, Buzz. <laughs> Jadis, take us out. All right, very good. Uh, out of character, I just roll a piloting roll, I suppose. Yeah, so disembarking. And uh, uh, John, do you, is there a, I forget, do you give me a leadership boon or something? Or is that not, it's only I combat. can't do that except in combat. Okay, that's right. That's right. Yeah, but take the extra time on taking off. We're in no rush. I think it takes extra time, but you get bonuses to, to get off the pad. Okay. Yeah, so, so docking and landing are really routine things. So, do I even need to roll? Um, well, you could, yeah, you should, but it's only it's only a, a six target number. So, and if you take extra time, you can drop it to a four. Yeah, because it takes one d six minutes, so you could take two d six minutes and make it a four. You know. Yeah, let me let me do that. All right. What Admiral Kane is really saying is, don't scratch the paint. Don't scratch. On our maiden the voyage. Uh, don't don't do like we did over Yance with that whole thing. Uh, I got an eight. All right, so you successfully, the hoses disconnect, the clamps come off, and you detach from the spaceship, and you are officially under your own control. Oh, yeah, yeah, baby, yeah, awesome. Not on a test flight, but with a ship full of cargo and people. And you, you back out of dock, turn around, and before you, through all of the traffic of zipping here and about, because it is a capital planet that's very full, all you see are the stars in the distance, and you start making your way out to the edge of space. Cool, and I head, you see me head off the bridge for a second, and then I come back to each person's room when they're in, and I hand them a glass of champagne, and I've got a bottle that I poured just for the crew, and um, and I tell them, uh, gentlemen, let's, oh, everybody as, as gets you, it. You, you do that with all the people that are on board? Yeah, yeah, and I, okay. I tell Buzz, I, I bought like- so if a, you want to, when you come off, you can see Buzz, and Buzz says, oh, hey, Captain, and uh, so, oh, he sees you got your champagne. Do you want me to get everybody together there in the, in the dining hall there to have a chat with them? No, no, no. Just offer every all the the, the um, passengers champagne and thank them for the maiden voyage. I want to speak to the crew directly and, and personally give them the champagne from me. Okay, cool. So he, he goes and takes care of that. Cool. And I just go, I'm going to go to each one's station, hand you guys champagne, say, gentlemen, we're off. All right, yeah. Awesome. That's great. I'm excited. Uh, I'm not going to drink on the, on the job, Captain. I, uh, just kidding. Give me the bottle. <laughs> I All thought right, that's Ruben, what make, you'd say. Make a, make a con check. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. If you do drink a whole bottle, then maybe. But... Uh, I'll okay. chug a little so, more than a glass, but not the whole bottle. Um, you guys do that. You can hear celebration for... Um, uh, Buzz is getting everybody together and he's very excited and you probably can't understand most of what he says. No. He's excited space Cajun. <laughs> he, so he hand, does he hand me the glass? Yeah, he hands you a glass and he's like, oh, here you go. There are a big, a big, uh, uh, man. Here's the, here. the captain wants everybody to have one of these things here celebrating the first time we get all the space here. And, uh, we're going to go off the gut, but guess what? I'm going to do a big celebration, make big old, big old pack special gumbo with extra seasoning, spices, and a little extra side thing. Maybe some crawfish. It'll be good all the time. And, uh, you just wait around here. I hope you like crawfish. And he starts walking off and he's giving everybody more. And he seems kind of like, oh yeah, he's bustling with that energy and he's excited too. And, so Hatal uh, looks uh, very confused. Um, he's looking around other humans, and I guess they're sipping from the champagne. And he tries to look around, like he doesn't. Uh, and he he sips it, and he makes like a kind of disgusted face. Um, and he uh, he kind of looks around. If there's a potted plant, he kind of dumps it in there real quick, like no one's <laughs> else looking. Yeah, and he, he makes his way to his quarter as quickly as he thinks he can without being rude. 
Sure. And as you're making your way to your quarters, you overhear um, Buzz going on to somebody about, uh, yeah, I got myself my own bed. I got my own room in here. I sleep all by myself. Got my own quarter room, my own state room in the ship. Yeah, that's right. I'm not good of a cook. Mm-hmm, that's right. I got myself my own little spaceship because, you know, we were about to starve in the jungle on this other planet here where we crash landed a while back there. And he, and he goes into a story that you don't hear the end of it, but mm. he's, clearly he's he's excited and he's about having his own room and he because he's such a good cook. Yeah, he probably picked up about a quarter of what he just said. <laughs> Perfect. I'm going to hit calm to the crew. Gentlemen, we got about 34 hours based on Jadis's calculations uh, before we get to the orbit or the position for jump. Uh, Floor it, Jadis. Oh, yeah. sorry, sorry. Floor it, Jadis. <laughs> Jadis comes we're back. Sasan, uh, we're going to go at a nice, even speed. No, it's Thank like driving with my grandfather. <laughs> hey, your grandfather's car comes back every time. That's true. Um, so we'll be about 34 hours until we get to the point of launch. Once we get to launch, uh, Tassan, I want to come and review your calculations in the astrogation room, and then we will prepare to jump. Ruben, obviously, you'll be managing the jump engines and actually coordinating the jump activity. So I wish you the best. So uh, Tassan hears that there's 34 hours, so he figures he has about 33 hours before he has to make his jump calculation so he'll he'll leave the computer room and start uh walking around the ship because to his mind he has plenty of time that's perfect and then i'm Jada, pretty sure the jump calculations are done from the bridge right yeah yeah i figure there or the computer room station the yeah yeah and it's right next to the bridge the computer room yeah it is yeah nice so um well, look, I see the computer room is like, that's where like all the processing and stuff goes on, but the actual computer terminal is on the bridge, like astrogation yeah, yeah. and that kind of stuff. Um, so if you guys want to do anything in that time period, you're happy to do some role play. Otherwise, we will get to that jump point and start making some rolls. Well, I'm, so, I'm sure sometime in that day and a half before we have to <laughs> jump, that uh, Tassan will, will see... We'll see uh, Kata somewhere, probably. Yeah, totally. Actually, it just clicked. It's, that's over a day. When you said day and a half, I'm like, <laughs> yes. that's over a day. Um, that night, uh, you get, or that later that day, maybe a couple hours after you fly off, you guys get a message, the captain especially, but he sends it to everybody, that in honor of the maiden voyage, he's preparing a special meal, and he um, excitedly throws out a bunch of um, space Cajun terminology that pertains to dishes uh, and you don't maybe not don't don't know what it is, but Ruben, you can already smell whatever it is. It's got to be even better than the gumbo he made for you because it's got Ooh. that spice. Um, good, good, that good. evening is going to be he's preparing a nice celebratory dinner for the crew and all the passengers on board. So we can go there, and that could be a good chance to role play with meeting each other. Or if you guys would like, you can have cross paths before the dinner. Up to up to Tassan. Jadis, one quick comment and then jump back to that. I, I'm basically relieving you whenever you take your your rest break. I'll take over the, the piloting position while you sleep okay, and vice good. versa. When I'm sleeping, you're obviously in charge. Okay, very good. So a few hours later, I'll let you know. In fact, we call you number one. Hey, Kane, <laughs> when you go sleeping, do you turn on the noise suppression device? That's Hell my yeah, device. Oh, you, yeah, but yeah, it, yeah, you're in his room. Yeah. <laughs> I even turned the robot on too. Oh yeah, this is cool. That's important because if something happens, you're not going to know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it actually, actually, I found out it just goes right over my own head. Basically, it just like fits on my bed right over my head. Oh, so it's just you? Yeah, it's just me. Oh, oh no, no, wait, no, my, no. That's that's the sleeping device I have. There's actually a sphere of solace which will actually take up most of our room. That's so. what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. That was this, I, I bought the sleeping device also. So. Okay, yeah. so Tassan uh, and uh, Khta, 
you guys are... We can meet at dinner. That's fine. Welcome That'll to work. meet beforehand. I'm totally okay with that. Uh, I just wanted to make sure that, that dinner is going to happen. And Okay, then we'll do... We I'll, wait, I'll wait for dinner. Okay, cool. Yeah, Dasan but, has stuff to do in the medical room and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, Khatal sure. would probably be kind of hiding in his quarters anyways. Right, he is the only Katal on the ship. And and just, I think you and I talked about this, but Katal are not um, super rare, mysterious creatures, you know, species. Like there is, especially on the capital world, there's plenty of yeah. Katal and Varga, enough Katal and Varga that people don't look at you and go, whoa, I've never seen one of these before, right? Um, so dinner rolls around. Um, you've got all high passengers, so they all actually dress up um nicer than they would for a normal evening uh, come in because it's a celebration uh, Buzz was very clear about that but the fragrance that is pouring out of the kitchen is just amazing uh, and there's just some champagne going around and everyone's having a great time mingling uh, do you join the party um, Kata? Um I just realized right now when you pronounce my name the way most humans would it sounds a lot like Katal and I didn't does. I didn't mean that <laughs> until uh, just now. So, um, yeah, so hopefully that doesn't confuse people. Um, I would have probably showed up out of um, a decorum. If dinner was served, um, I would have showed up at a decorum. And I'm okay. wearing my military uniform too, deck to the nines. All right. I only and have so, one pair of set of clothes. So. And so uh, Hattal <laughs> is, uh, he wears like, um, <laughs> Hattal wears, um, uh, loose-fitting tunics, uh, more of a single-piece thing, um, not not quite a kilt, but kind of that almost robe-type thing. Um, and one thing that's weird is it's heavily, like heavily decorated with patterns, and it, it could be like on richer society, very with gems and inlay. But because I'm pretty uh, low birth, um, it's just decorated with very cheap, just art designs on it. But it's a little garish, uh, just so in your mind's eye you can picture that so i'm gonna invite uh, at the captain's table it'll be uh tassan jadis reuben um tassan's mother and sister and kata is just obviously very interesting and dynamic and he's obviously very interesting race and so i'm curious i would like to invite him to the captain's table real quick make a tolerance roll for me there jeff kata oh man come on hey Uh, for the record, I just looked at I just looked at Hassan's character sheet. I have a zero in diplomat. So if you ever you need the diplomat, right here, baby. I got, it. <laughs> I got a one. It's tolerance, yeah. soci- uh, education, or That's is that social? Oh, okay. Uh oh. So uh, I got a three. <laughs> so what you notice is um, you can role play up how that is, but basically you are having a difficult time interacting with these people mm-hmm. they're they're for you Kata, they're a different species but they're also all highborn or high passengers so they've got a little more money and i don't think you come from that background so you're just out of your place doubly so and very far from home so for however you want to role play it up you are having a difficult time interacting with all the people or, yeah, or maybe vice versa um the rest of you you roll low enough, you can kind of, maybe you notice that if you look up. Um, so that's kind of the scene as the party's unfolding and going on. He comes in the room, Kata does, and he's instantly like just clearly sticking out like a sore thumb. And, uh, yeah, so, so, go ahead, Tassan. Oh, I was going to let Jeff go ahead. 
I was I would be hanging off uh, in the corner uh, or you know around, but maybe not mingling in the conversation. Put it that way. Go ahead, Schultz. Go yeah, ahead. I would uh, immediately. I, I want to. I mean, he's an interesting uh, person, and and I, as someone who comes from a diverse background of different races, so I, I Admiral stands up and walks over. Um, uh, Katah, it's good to see you. The pleasure is this one's. Are you hungry? I could eat. Ah, please. It would be my honor if you would come uh, sit at our table here with the crew. We, I, I lean into you a bit and say, we're the ones that actually do work around here, and I smile. Ah, uh, ah okay. Uh, and he, he nods his head, and he, um, uh, he's about six foot eight, by the way. So, I mean, he's big, but, you know, not like a monster. Yeah, I'm uh, about six foot, so I look up. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, as you lean in and you say, sorry to interrupt, I, I rolled something for Buzz. As you lean in and you make that comment, Buzz happens to be walking by because he rolled well. And he goes, hey, where are you? Where are you? And like, doing work around here. What are, what are you? He, he walks off. <laughs> he's, he's, like, clearly he's shaking his head like. So what type of food is this? Is this um, gumbo? Yeah, it's like, it's, it's, all, it's like a, I don't know what's considered high-end Cajun food, but for Buzz in space, high-end Cajun food is like some crawfish and, mm-hmm. or, or whatever this future equivalent of crawfish is. Very nice gumbo. Space crawfish. Space crawfish. Space gumbo. Okay. I, I almost combined those two words together. I don't, like, I don't think it would have been a good word. Space well, gumbo. Could I um, introduce you to our crew? Yes. Please come on over. And so, uh, Kata, this is my uh, right hand and the warrior priest, Jadis Gant. A nice kind of smile. Happens to, be our, happens to be our pilot. Uh, this is our left, my left hand and one of the best engineers in the fleet and also happens to be a heck of a good guy in a pinch. Uh, the Ruben Glazer, my harcoon friend. Not to say. And this is Tassan Nar. Uh, he's a quite skilled. Uh, uh, astrogator as well as a computer specialist and uh, uh, he's um, a so my head over the crew when you say that my head snaps yeah, and as soon as you say my name I look up because I'm just chowing down and I, I go to son guitar what are you doing here what are, this how? one this one is surprised oh I, oh I, I'm, I'm surprised too what are, I didn't know there was a guitar on board I, I, Nobody. We got to talk to Buzz about that. He's got to tell us when Katal's on board. This, this is uh, Katal. Sit down. This is. Oh my gosh, you guys. Oh, I'm so excited to see you, Katal. How's the arm, Katal? How, how's your arm? So you guys might notice I have been. I have long sleeves, and you'll. It, if you draws your finger, notice to it. One of my uh, my left arms fully cybernetic. The hand, at least from what you see. And you have like uh, a long sleeve covering. Yeah, you? I have a long sleeve covering so, most of it. But Dasan would like try like try to start lifting the sleeve up and seeing the arm and like. Uh, so I, I kind of step back a little bit, uh, and I'm not like, I'm just just overwhelmed. Uh, so I see you have not uh, diminished in your excitement. Oh, no. Last oh, this, this your arm is, oh, you, I, didn't, I, never, I don't know if I ever told you, Katal, but I won an award because of some of the work we did on your arm. Or, you know, I wrote the code for your arm, and I told you how it always get better, and so I won a whole award for that. Oh man, Katal, you gotta tell me. Oh, this will be great. Maybe while we're in, in the jump, we can do some upgrades on your arm or something. We can try some things out. The this arm. Wait, is... wait, 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 wait. Tassan, are you telling me you built this uh, guest arm? Is that what you're telling me? 
well, I mean, I was part of the team, and I, the software I wrote helped. So, like, his arm has my continuous learning algorithm in it, and so it should always be improving. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I built most of it, and um, I did some of the work in planting it. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you could kind of say I'm, I'm, I'm his arm. You know, I mean, he, you know, kind of say that. But, well, he, he got it at Glaxon Megacorp, so. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, I was there the whole time, and there in his recovery and his physical therapy, and uh, did some upgrades on the arm on the software. Yeah, Ruben, it's pretty cool stuff. It's pretty high tech. Glaxon makes good stuff when it comes to cybernetics. I'm talking. How is the arm? Uh, the I mean, arm is been... great. I'm sure it's. I mean, why would he have a problem with it? I mean, um, I mean Hassan, I is oh. it normal for you to interrupt people before they speak? Hassan, uh, it is. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, talk. I, th I think you said it best when you said he hasn't diminished in excitement. <laughs> yes. Uh, Tassan did a excellent job on my arm. It functioned well in battle and has not given me any problems since then. See? See it? Yeah. We should, like, maybe get some cybernetics on the ship, Admiral, Admiral Captain Kane, and we can get some, like, cybernetics here on the ship and stuff. I could implant one for your shake, Admiral Kane. It was yeah, I quite... look at you and I'm like, that's interesting. Do not let Tassan's demeanor fool you. It was a painful process, and he was up to the greatest Katal's taskmaster when he applied my uh, rehab, as he calls it. Hmm, that's true. You gotta really test it. You gotta test it out. Don't want any errors in that code. It'll be bad. Your arm would just like stick out like this all of a sudden for like days. It's horrible. <laughs> Absolutely horrible. There was many so, weeks of trial and error to make it function properly. Mr. Hata, would you honor us by arm wrestling Tassan right now with your cybernetic arm? I would not want to tear it from the socket, incidentally. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe some other time. I do owe Tassan a did not get to finish this properly, but this one owes you a great thanks. I was wounded in battle, and this one would not be able to function properly uh, without that. So I owe you a debt, and oh. so. Um, uh, Khatal will get on uh, one knee and hold both of his um, palms upward with his head bowed and his dew claw will pop out um, and it will retract and he goes uh, this one is at your service and the service of your friends oh. and he stands back up well, you, you got to sit with us, and I think the Admiral was inviting you, and uh, this is my mom, this is my mom, and this is my sister, Shailene, and, uh, uh, the, and he'll, he'll just, like, start introducing you to his whole family and stuff. Or not his I, whole family, his two members of his family. And, and Tassan's family are um, surprised. Uh, I would say Tassan... mom is probably very humble, but Shailene is probably dressed to the nines. Oh yeah, so that's a good point. So Shailene is like, when she showed up to the scene, she's like uh, walking the red carpet at a um, movie, movie premiere. premiere kind of thing. Yeah, uh, very. Um, in fact, she walks with a certain moves with a certain grace and social awareness that uh, makes you again do a double take on Tassan and question the legitimacy of that that <laughs> that relationship you know she's just where he's got what do you have like a four social yeah hers is yeah. more like a 14 kind of thing right she's super high um 
very graceful. Mom is dressed, you know, nice for her, for your mom, but very humble uh, clothes. They're both um, very clearly like kind of shocked that you are friends, seem to be friends with this guy. Then also coming from the the ghetto, they've there's not a lot of uh, intergalactic travelers coming to where they live, so this is probably the first Katal that your mom's ever crossed paths with. Right. Um, she is a bit more quiet and reserved. Um, uh, oh God, your sister's name just slipped my brain. Shailene. Shailene. Oh, oh gosh. Shailene Grace. Is she? At, are they at the table with you, Admiral Kane? Yeah, I invited his uh, mom and his sister at our table. Uh, she she you know nods her head because she's she is very graceful, but she's not familiar with Katal culture. And says, oh, it's a pleasure to meet you, um, Sir Katal. This one is honored to meet you as well. You are the sister of Tassan. I am. He's actually my twin brother. He's brother. Uh, more eccentric than I, but uh, I love him dearly. He cocks his head. He goes, he is not your sister. No, I'm his sister. And she kind of, she like playfully giggles. And it's it's one of those like not purposely trying to flirt, but more like the social casual flirt thing you do, you know? Yeah, he doesn't pick up on that at all. Of course but, not. Uh, but, you know, she's... Uh, <laughs> he looks a little perplexed. No, he's... The last time I checked, he was still a man, right, Tassan? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it didn't get I... shot off when we were on that planet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Apologies. I conf- get confused I'm sure. that the I'm roles sure of the humans are uh, a little different than my culture, and I am a bit overwhelmed at this moment. We are honored to have you on the ship, and we are honored to have one of your uh, unique abilities here, and uh, we will enjoy spending time with you during this journey. Um, I would like to take my leave from all of you for a few moments and just uh, greet each and every one of the passengers. I shall be back in a minute and enjoy your dialogue. And so with that, Admiral Kane kind of stands up and uh, goes to talk to each of the passengers individually and welcomes them on board the ship. And then I go over and make a special point to go over to Buzz to really thank him for his work, and I tell them that I was trying to make our good Katal friend feel at ease that, that there are those of us that work hard as opposed to some of these more high-born passengers, and I smile at him. And, I, and I'll, I'll kind of step out of the scene for a bit to talk to everybody else. And, and as you say that, the high-born thing, Buzz, like, that's right. I don't think they've ever worked a day in their life. Look at them over there. Oh, wait, <laughs> you know what? But good people, though. They like my gumbo. And he walks off. Into- <laughs> Love your gumbo. <laughs> uh, J- Jadis is uh, popping us. Uh, uh, some tums, space tums, <laughs> spums, spums. <laughs> uh, Ruben Khatal uh, is going to uh, nod significantly to you and tell you, um, "I hope your hunts have been productive." I will. Uh, Ruben nods back, uh, and in fact, just as Khatal uh, did his cultural greeting, I will give you the. Uh, uh, harcoon cultural greeting of of exposing my neck uh, to you in a sign of vulnerability, and uh, I say the hunt has been very good. I hope yours has been as well. It could be better, my friend, but we persevere um, and we chase when required, and sometimes that means failing. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, uh, we are glad to have you aboard. Uh, I especially enjoy having another fur brother on, on the ship. <laughs> he cocks his head. He goes, this one does not understand the meaning. 
That's oh, okay. see, Ruben's fur is so soft. Oh my gosh. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. It it's, it's valuable, I'm told. Stop <laughs> while I'm eating, Tassan. Oh, right. I forgot the rule. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you, Tassan. Yes, we're glad to have another non human on board, is what I meant. I have not had many interactions with your kind. Um, I would find it interesting to uh, see the similarities. Agreed. I have uh, not, like you, had interactions. So we're on a journey together. It would be great for us to learn a little bit more about each other's culture. I I can see you're a little uh, uncomfortable in this situation. Would you like to sit with us, or do you be more comfortable um, taking food back to your cabin? What, what is your preference? I want you to feel as as at home as possible on the ship. Would you like this one to sit? I would enjoy your your company. Yes. So he'll nod, and then he'll take a seat. Okay. <clears throat> Very good. Thank you, Kata. I know I'm not pronouncing that right, but I'll work on it. Uh. Admiral Kane, as you walk through, people are very, you know, congratulatory, thank you, grateful for being a part of this adventure. They throw a bunch of platitudes your way, stuff you've probably heard plenty of times as an admiral. Um, But being your social level, you very easily fit in and it all goes um, well. Uh, Yeah, I I thank all of them for coming and we're honored to have their presence here. And it's fantastic. I'm as part of the maiden voyage and and um, I, I thank them all, and they'll be remembered as the first people to help launch the ship. Um, let me look at something here real quick. I want to have you make a roll. I don't know if diplomacy is the one to go. So do you have, if you have carouse, you could do that one. Um, let me see. Leadership, I think, would be okay here. Probably the, the least appropriate one, though. Carouse, maybe d- diplomat would both be good here. Do you have either of those skills? Yeah, hey, I've got diplomat. Okay, roll that skill. That's good. Cool. Eight um, or number, no big. And then do you use social standing? Yeah, yeah. Which I, for you, I think is pretty high. Yep. So I rolled a six. I got three plus three for socials and nine plus one for diplomats at ten. Okay, so the party's going well, and you've been handling the social interactions well. So make a note on your character sheet somewhere that you've picked up. You make contact with one of these guys. Um, you kind of kick, kick off a relationship. He introduces himself. Um, Chris, what's his name? Uh, his name is Salamar. Salamar? Yes. Okay. His name is Salamar. And Jeff, what does Salamar do? that would make him someone that was travels in high high birth or high he is a um he is a high level um uh, accountant in for an, for financial firm okay cool cool so salomar is a high level financial accountant so you make this contact with this guy and it's just you know basically you roll well and at some point you've got a you can call him maybe a favor or something for this dude um and get some help there uh, he just very impressed with you, and he spends a little more time chatting with you, and you share maybe swap some stories. Um, I tell him, I tell him actually, um, it's fortuitous that we met. I actually need a good accountant. Um, 
we file our tax records and do maintenance and things of that nature, um, I would possibly love to work with you. So let's share cards. And if you have customers that obviously work in, with your firm uh, and they need a good uh, safe passage to a location, then let us know. Well, I he gives I have a business card uh, and I work for a, f- a large corporation, so I'm not in the business of doing private taxes, but. I'm impressed. If you need assistance, call me. I might be able to at least lend you a hand once with that. Um, What, Stan, is the name of Salomar's company that he works for? His company? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Helios Incorporated. Okay. So he gives you, it's a really fancy business card, um, and it's like a VP of accounting at Helios Incorporated. It's got his contact info. So basically the way that will work is at some point in the future, mechanically, you've got this contact that you picked up and you can maybe call in a favor somehow um, and they'll help you out. Cool. All right. And it, it obviously, you know, I don't want to oversell it. You're not going to call in a favor and conquer a planet with his help, but <laughs> maybe <coughs> if you need to... CPAs fall behind on a payment or something like that, maybe that's when you could get in touch with them. Cool. The rest of the mingling goes pretty normal. Uh, nothing special, that is to say. So, uh, sometime during the dinner, uh, Dasan would want to ask Kata, um, he'd be like, so, uh, Kata, what are, what are you doing now? Are you still in the military? Are you, what, what are you, what are you doing now? Where are you headed to? This one no longer serves uh, in the military. I have since moved on uh, since the accident. And out of game, the accident was not that long ago. So we're talking right. six months, maybe. Yeah. Um, this one has been looking for work. Uh, and I hope to make my claim and earn territory and honor. Well, if, if you're interested... So Jadis was in the military, Ruben was in the military, Admiral Kane was in the military. I might be able to put in a good word for you. I don't know if you have any ship skills, um, but uh, I mean, you're, you got a better, I mean, you got the cybernetic arm, so that's pretty cool. And um, so we could probably, you know, if you wanna, there's probably some jobs you could do around here. I don't know that I could get you on the crew or anything, but there's definitely some work to be done. I could talk you up to Admiral Kane. That would be uh, excellent. I uh, I do have skills, oh, which could be used in a ship. Uh, this one has skills in gunnery, oh. medic. Hmm. Uh, although human physiology might be interesting. Yeah, yours is pretty. Yeah, yours it's, it's it's different. That was the hard part with your arm was getting the physiology and the muscle structure correct. Yeah, you guys are very muscular. Yeah, so perhaps that might not be the best, but I am certainly can do that. Um, I would say the expertise is in uh, hand-to-hand combat, which could be useful during boarding operations if your ship ever decides to do that. Yeah, so uh, yeah, we get we've been in a lot of co- mom. Don't uh, mom. It's okay. This it's not really that bad of combat. We've been in a lot of combat <laughs> since I met Captain Kane, right. <laughs> Captain Admiral Kane. Um, so we actually really need that a lot because. Um, uh, I, I did. I did throw a grenade just yesterday or two days ago. Your your mom like looks at you not not shock so much, but more of disappointment. Like, oh, 
<laughs> did you uh did you conquer territory in your conquest? Yeah, it was a warehouse. Yeah. That's why Ruben's bleeding. <laughs> we conquered the warehouse. <laughs> That's why that's why Ruben's bleeding. Oh, Ruben, we need to put another bandage there under your ah. under your under your left arm, Ruben. It's this one thought he smelt blood in the air. I took a bad hit. Yeah, we had to, we had to we had to rescue Shailene. These these this 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 really bad guys on on Eureka had captured her. It was, a, it was kind of a weird deal. Anyway, ah, so you rescued your uh, your cub, your kinship. But yeah, yeah, my sister, sister. Ah, sister. Yeah, yeah. Did you uh, tear their throats out? As um, is appropriate. Um, <laughs> I like how calmly he asked that question. Um, n- no, I think I think I think Jadis was thinking about it though. I don't know. He he like. I, he, I look I look up from my gumbo. I'm like. <laughs> I mean, maybe yeah. Reuben was. I don't I, know. I'm picking up the confusion. I'm like, they captured his kin from his um echo, and he did not rip their throats out. That is I very dishonorable. I come back and sit down after talking to a lot of the different people, and I'm sitting back at the table. So, uh, how's how's everything going? Oh, it's going great. Uh, T- Katal was just telling us about ripping people's throats out. Yes, uh, the Katal actually take very seriously. What what was the context? Oh, I was telling about the warehouse. Yeah, his. his I looked at Tassan. His well, sister we were was all there. His sister <laughs> was kidnapped, which is dishonorable to the degree which I cannot imagine and he did not tear their throats out it's, 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 uh, I understand you humans have your own ways but this one uh, has trouble understanding it sometimes I understand that the Katal people are very direct in their actions based on the repercussions of others so makes sense uh, Tassan can I speak with you briefly uh, over at the bridge for some critical information about one of the programs oh sure Captain Kane, Captain Admiral What what is it Admiral Captain uh, call me I'm so Kane. confused. Okay, Kane, Kane, got it. I mean, I know uh, we're with the crew and everything, so I want to make sure I use the right title. Uh, in our stateroom, I know it's different. <laughs> and just on our walking, what is he saying? <laughs> <laughs> and so and I, about this time, too, Buzz is like cycling out dishes, uh, meals, and he's uh, bringing out desserts. Would Buzz have noticed that I didn't eat anything? Uh, let me see here. He's because he is the steward, pretty busy. Let me roll a check here. He does. He does. He notices. Um, you see him. Maybe you notice he kind of looks at you and notices your food is untouched. He doesn't look angry. He looks more like confused about it, and goes back about serving um, dessert to everybody. Okay. When so Desan leaves, oh sorry, I was going to no, say. Go ahead. Go ahead. When Desan leaves the table, I just kind of lean towards Shailene and say, uh, Ruben asks, "So, have you ever?" Gone out with a harpoon? Uh, she, she, she um, expertly blushes and kind of does that thing where she sort of hides her face and says, "Well, well, my Mister Glazer, aren't you direct? I can't say I, I ever." Curious. I was just curious. You are obviously have many social graces. Uh, I was curious if uh, you had encountered one such as myself. No, I, I can't say I ever have encountered one such as yourself. And um, again, I want to, I would like to thank you deeply from the bottom of my heart for the help you did in rescuing me and the great harm you took and she like you know brushes your arm and it's all very it's just like (laughs) (laughs) could i have overheard this perhaps sure you can make a recon check see if you overheard i I don't have recon believe it or not so it's a intelligence i believe minus three yeah no so that was good okay so no you don't you you see them interacting but you don't hear Mm -hmm. what's happening 
And then I turn to Tassan's mom and say, how about you, young lady? Have you ever gone out with a harpoon? <laughs> and she says, look, <laughs> she says, don't even think about it. <laughs> she says, I like you. You're, you're, you're okay in my book. You're not I'm my just playing around. I'm harpoon humor. Sorry, guys. Technically, they're probably about the same age. And she gives you like that little, the little elbow, you know, like okay, a little elbow yeah. to the side. Oh, you know, get your act together. She's she clearly she's like very. I've had three kids living in the ghetto, and I don't want to. One of them almost I, died. Ruben says he's joking, but he will drop a wink to Shailene. Continue eating. So. And she just gives you that you know flirtatious smile back. All right. You can't tell whether she's just being very good at social interaction here or if she's actually flirting i do kind of the uh i wag my tail kind of happily and kind of pant a little bit <laughs> and i keep eating <laughs> and and she uh she notices but she also doesn't respond very mysterious it's very like a yeah. mysterious like oh how does she take it that is fine back back to back to captain Kane. So I'll grab Tassan and we'll go. I'm going to just go. Actually, I'm going to go to our crew quarters, the two of ours room, and just step in. Tassan. Oh, real quick, sorry. Uh, I apologize. I'll make a recon check, Ruben. Sorry, sorry. Just make that recon check. That would be an eight. Right on the level. Okay, yeah. You're not 100% sure. You think maybe there's some genuine interest, but you're not 100% sure. Sorry, John. I... No, it's totally fine. All right, go ahead. Sorry. So I um, that's fun. So I uh, grab Tassan and we go into the our room, uh, Tassan, and I I say a um, couple things. One, uh, having this Katal on board has actually started me thinking it might be appropriate to before we leave the space and you can still communicate with the planet to see if you can do any background checks on our passengers. Just a standard thing. Just run quick checks to make sure. I was um, I was thinking about that because I yeah. Mean, Plus your sister. We're, and your... we're doing the high, the high level passengers. We probably need to double check, and we've gotten to a little bit of trouble recently. So yes, and, and we... you probably, to that point, need to probably not talk about what we do in front of all of the passengers out in the common area. Oh yeah, um, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, so I just wouldn't <laughs> bring that up again. And totally fine talking to crew. I also don't know this Katow very well. I know you have a relationship with him. I just think it'd be important that we run a background check maybe on him and also on some of their passengers. If something comes up, let me know. Otherwise, um, okay. let it go. Yeah, um, no, yeah, Katal is really great. He's really great. He's a he's a, he's a a gunner. He knows some really? medic. Yeah, yeah, actually. He's huge. Yeah, I know. He's like almost, He's he could he could really play some sports ball if we got like a sports ball team going. <laughs> I'm, um, just thinking if, I'm just thinking if things go south, I'd like to have him and Ruben on my side. You know what I mean? He's a really good fighter. I don't, I mean, he's like oh, hand huge. to hand. Yeah, I know, right? So he didn't fight. He'd probably scare people just standing in the doorway. Right. And I don't think he'd be, I don't think he'd be scared. You know, like when we have to get into a little scrap or something, we might want to, and, and he's out of work. He's out of the military. Oh, he's looking and, for a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. So he's out of work. I think, I mean, he's a gunner and stuff, and we have two gunner positions, and you said well, sometimes I would have to shoot, and sometimes somebody else would have to shoot. If he's so, interested, let him know maybe Jadis and Ruben and I can have an interview with him. The three of us can interview him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll talk to him, like, tomorrow or something. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, it's, yeah, that, that, that'd be great, actually. Tomorrow's, actually, after, right after we jump, that'd be perfect. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll show him the, I'll show him the medic bay. Okay, perfect. That sounds great. Got it. I'm, uh, this I'm guy's gonna... great. He has no job or home. We should hire him. <laughs> <laughs> Huge. The guy's also, enormous. Also, like, think how scary he'd be. 
<laughs> We've officially established that the sport of choice in this sector is, is sports ball. It's sports ball. That's canon now. That's Very canon. We sports established ball. it. Sports ball. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab Ruben and Jadis um, and just kind of circle up with the three senior members of this crew. And hey, guys, um, everything looking good. Uh, everything looks good on our courses. Engines yes. looking good. Yes, sir, Captain. Looks well, all... don't say that, Jadis. Just oh, you can okay. call me Amasaurian. <laughs> I'm, a, hey, I'm, excited. I'm excited. Well, I am too. I'm super you got excited. Your, like, you know, cat's claw patch on your your. Uh, so cool. And... Our business cards. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I am curious what Qatar thinks of the name of the ship too. You know, we'll find that out. But oh yeah, <laughs> he's slightly offended. Cultural appropriation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. It's like the Redskins. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm um, great, guys. So um, yeah, just get everything ready to go, and then uh, let's let's get some good sleep tonight. And then uh, Jadis, I can cover your shift so you can get good sleep. And then oh, we'll very shift. good, Ruben. Who who's backing you up in engineering? Well, no one right now. Um, well, um, it's gonna, we got to figure out. We got to find out if uh, either this guy Katal or perhaps. Um, our steward or Tassan has engineering skills. I don't know, because you're going to need a backup on off shifts, because otherwise you're going to get exhausted. Yeah, for now I can take uh, short naps uh, throughout the day, and uh, I should be good for for this journey anyway. Well, I can, I've, I can work my 16. I'll work a shift replacing Jadis during his sleep cycle. I'll replace you during yours, because I can do engineering as well. So I'll, I'll back you guys up during your sleep cycles. We just might want to get somebody else. That's a, that's a good idea. Also, just real quick, guys, Jadis and Ruben, um, apparently, you just saw a huge cat creek. I mean, that guy was amazing. Like, he's masked. Yeah, yeah, I just think every time we get into scrapes, like, somebody that intimidating and imposing might be interesting to have on the crew. Anyway, Tassan mentioned, he, he talked very highly of him. Um, mm. It blows my mind that Tassan created a cybernetic arm. Anyway, um, yeah, well, Tassan never ceases to amaze. So, so the... Uh, he said that that guy's looking for work, and I'm thinking maybe the three of us could interview him. We definitely need a, a Marine for boarding would be good, or even a gunner would be great. Mm. Plus, if anybody, he'd be a nice bouncer on the ship. If anybody gave us any uh, any grief, we could just point at him. Hmm, that's, that's true. Uh, yeah, we should definitely interview him. Uh, as you know, the Catal are notoriously uh, warlike in terms of their um, demeanor. So Indirect. Uh, that could be a good thing if if done in temperance. Uh, just don't want it to get out of hand. <laughs> no, that, that makes sense. Ruben, what are your thoughts? Uh, Captain, I like him. I like him a lot. He uh, he had me at tear your throat out. So uh... <laughs> <laughs> me too. Well, kinda, yeah. I was love the first sight from the GMs. Like up. Oh. Love this guy. And Jadis is like, yeah, exactly. That, that's that's what gives me pause. That's what Jadis' point. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Jadis is our, cult, our cultural and emotional center, so he'll definitely be in the interview. So, yeah, so one, I'll tell Tassan, let's go ahead and interview him after we go to jump, and then we can talk to him while we're in jump. Very good. Very good, Captain. Cool. Good luck, guys. Hey, you guys can call me Kane, especially when we're alone or Amasaurian. All right, Captain King. <laughs> Hard to undo too long, two decades. I, I like how this is unfolding. Cool. All right, so are we? Oh, I'm sorry, I think I interrupted. Let's roll. Are we jump? Are we going to jumping? We're going plaid. <laughs> We're going plaid. Okay, so you can make your astrogation check on the way to the jump point. All right. It normally takes one d six times ten minutes. 
but you know you've got like 34 ish hours so right and like i said when dishonor there was 34 hours he figured he had 33 hours that come <laughs> around so gotcha <laughs> so you guys are plotting the course so what you need to do is you pull up your map and for the patreon listeners i don't remember if we've already got it yet or not but we the, will we be the concordia subsector is up okay yes so we will the concordia subsector is up so you can pull that down and and follow along we're at Eureka, and you guys are going to Vishnu, right? Yeah. What is the jump? What is the jump sequence, uh, Captain Kane? You'll first roll an astrogation test. You take one d times ten minutes. You'll do it while we're traveling there. So during this thirty-four hours, you could have actually plotted it even a couple of times. Because the way it works, if you fail the plot, you can just roll again. So basically, okay. during that thirty-four hour period, you can do it a, a couple times. That's what's telling you can run it a couple uh-huh. of times until you get it successful. It really um, becomes a problem when you're in, like, trying to jump out of combat. Right. Yeah. But in moments like this, you go, "Oh, that's a bad jump." Okay, that's yeah. Why so I'm is there like a flat plus you get because you're taking your time type thing? No, it just takes more time every time he does it. Well, no, you, you can, can you can make things easier by taking your time with the thing. That's what I meant. I I would be assume that you probably would do On that anything, every time. Like, there's a is there rule. like a take ten rule or something, or a take eight rule or something. Uh, I don't know if it's a take eight or if there's a term for it. I didn't even think. To, uh, yeah, there is a rule: the longer you take, the easier it comp becomes. Yeah, there's. A, I think it's around page sixty in the book. Let me double check here. Because okay. I would assume if you're not being shot at, you'll take all uh, the time you need, right? Yeah. Right. So page sixty well, can, in the main book, it says uh, go faster or slower. It says you can choose before you roll to move up or down one level on the time frame table. Uh, moving up is a minus two on your check. Moving down, as in taking more time, is a plus two. Oh, nice. And you can move down multiples or just one? Uh, just one. But so basically, instead of, uh, where's the timetable? Instead of 1d6 minutes, it's 1d6 what? times two. Instead You're of 1d one one times 10 minutes, it's 1d yeah. hours. Oh, okay. Okay. Right, so you have two. Now, your base target number is a four, and it's modified by the distance, which is four hexes or four parsecs. So, if you you can either do one d ten minutes and just keep trying over and over, or take one d hours and get plus two to your die roll. And he can even do that a couple times, right? Because he's got thirty four hours. Yeah, within a thirty-four yeah. hour window, you could for sure. All right, so I would do okay. So one D hours, it'll take me two hours. Okay. And <laughs> so then it's it's uh, roll my two dice. So so you roll your two dice. Mm-hmm. You add your astrogation plus your education. Nine, 10, 11. Okay. Then you you'll add the plus two for taking the hours. Thirteen. Then you'll subtract the distance, which is four parsecs. You're minus four. So nine. So there you go. So you got a nine. And your target number is a four, so you crushed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, pretty hard to fail. Uh, a four? It really becomes a problem if you're snake eyes, your ship has damage, or, you're or if you're rushing and yeah. you have to rush, right? Right. Well, or even if you just have to rush outside of combat, because that gets harder. Cool. So that's done. Um, do you guys have enough power to power your jump drive without redirecting power? I thought that was one of the features that Captain Admiral Kane. I don't think we can. Hold on, let me check it again. I don't. I don't think so. I think we have to actually divert power. Hold on, let me check. No, no, we can't. Okay, yeah, we can power the the jump drive. Yep, at the same time that we can run the maneuver drives. Okay, cool. So, next thing is you just need to make the jump. Whoever is the operating the jump needs to do a engineer J drive. 
and that is our good friend Ruben Glazer. Okay. All right. That's also a easy four plus, and that takes one d ten times ten minutes, modified by the effect of your astrogation check. So. Oh, nice. So he gets a plus five on the effect. No, he got plus one because his total was nine, right? Yeah, but the target number was a four. Oh, correct. Sorry, I was eight's yeah, the yeah. base number for most stuff. My apology. That's it. So you hey, gotta, what am I rolling first? Just uh, so you do two d six. You're going to use education plus your engineer J drive. Uh, seven, eight, and ten. Nice. Then you would. Um, that's it. You just make it in your. Easy four is the number. It takes you one d ten minutes. And he got the plus five for Tassan, right? So adding that would be fifteen. Okay, cool. So you successfully astrogated and you successfully jumped. So now you zip over and you've got a whole week to role play. Uh, I think we should role play every day. Uh, every fifteen minutes. Right. That'll yeah. Us, that'll give us a good five episodes. You know. <laughs> uh, can we do the interview with uh, Katal? Sure, sure. So you could do that interview during the jump. Um, and the Rocker way I'm going to handle it is, unless there's something you guys want to specifically do in the jump, we just skip the jump. So this is also where at the end you'll get point, you'll get your week of training. Yep, Tassan's so, going to grow the I week. I see Tassan, you got your arm up, and I think uh, Jeff Katal has his arm up. No, I was just mocking. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> uh, could I have, <laughs> could I have uh, <clears throat> had time to communicate with the planet for background checks on people before we jumped sure. yeah i mean he had 34 hours so yeah okay so i will have done that off camera so nice uh so go ahead and make um a computer's check also before you make the jump as you're like leaving the system um the admiral you get a, a message from your lady friend and she just says like hey just want to say congratulations again and don't take too long to come back and there's like a little emoji wink Oh, cool. Yeah, I'll immediately email her back or send a message back and tell her I miss her, and I'll send her pictures of everything except when the Reuben goes crazy. Right. <laughs> uh, that's a 10 on my computer check. Uh, do you have something, Jeff? No, I'm, I'm sorry. Dasan, <laughs> um, you got a 10 on your computer check? Yeah. Uh, you don't, as far as you can find, he's got a clean record w within the Empire. Okay. And the rest of the passengers, too? Oh, I thought you were just checking his. No, he wanted me to check. He, he asked me to check everybody. Okay, yeah. Everyone seems to be pretty upstanding. Okay. I'll just print it up and give it to him. Sure, cool. sure. Tassan, thanks. Or send him an email or whatever. Yep. No, everyone, it's, as far it's as like you know... we so sleep together, so... Yeah, it's not like I just leave it on your desk in our room. Or the exactly. desk in our room, yeah. Yep. Nice. Okay, so you guys want to conduct your little interview here? Yeah. Um, so I'll I'll go over to Katow and say Katow, uh, actually with Tassan. Tassan, if you want to come with me. Oh, um, sure. Katow, uh, Tassan had mentioned to me that you are interested in potential opportunities to make some additional income. Uh, we happen to have uh, a possible opening on the crew and uh, wanted to maybe have a discussion with the two other owners of the vessel, which is uh, Ruben Glazer, our engineer, and Jada Scan, our pilot, and... Uh, second command uh, we wanted to have a conversation with you about um, your skill set if you were interested and the possibility of perhaps having you join the crew for a period of time if it would be appropriate for you this one is honored you would consider me for such a task well uh, i think you made quite a positive impression at dinner and uh 
Um, uh, Tassan speaks very highly of your character. I uh, nod my head at Tassan and, and smile, but it's kind of a toothy smile. Tassan <laughs> gives so, a double thumbs up. And I kind of yeah. mm, like try to match it. In a creepy way. My, my claws <laughs> pop out when I do it out of my thumbs. <laughs> so we actually invite you into what's the biosphere. So it's actually, there's a, there's a ship lock. You have not been in this part of the ship yet. And so we open up the iris valve and it comes to the biosphere. The biosphere is also where a lot of the um, the cruise cabins are and the luxury stateroom that Tassan's sister and mom are in. So we open the airlock into the front area and we have some chairs set up in the biosphere. And you can see this biosphere is kind of cool. It's actually got plants being grown and food. And I just noticed Tassan planted something new and I'm kind of shaking my head. Yeah. And then <laughs> it's, it's a herb. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's just on. It looks good. Just be. It's an herb. So, um, please, uh, have, a, have a cheer. Uh, uh, Ruben and uh, Jadis, uh, are you guys already in here waiting for us? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So, um, Kata, please sit down and uh, let's Are we going to hunt now? And I'm, I'm looking around and my pupils have dilated. I saw it. No, this is actually. Um, food. Uh, it grows food for us on the trip that can actually be used by our incredible chef, Buzz, um, to feed the people here on the ship. And it's a nice way to have a really good active supply. Oh, um, this is herd animal food. Yes, or <laughs> yes, please sit down. A nice smile. I look at Jadis. Mm. Yes. <laughs> So, uh, Katal, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and uh, any particular skills that you think might apply to uh, being a crew member on a starship? And remember to mention the cybernetic arm. We got that, son. Okay. Just don't to forget. <laughs> this one reminding us. <laughs> this one is part of the Trolli Wahawi clan. Uh, this clan is known as uh, Established Diplomats and has had many years of communication with uh, the human race. Uh, this one has served three terms as a military officer, uh, achieving the rank of hunter. Um, I have participated in many shadow wars against other of my clan. Um, as it were, I'm trying to think the right way to say this, uh, during a proxy war, or proxy skirmish with other clans. So this one has uh, abilities with the claw and blade aboard a ship. This one is proficient with gunnery, uh, medicine, although to be honest, that might not be, I do not know how useful that is with humans. Uh, my training is with Katal. Uh, this one then served two terms with the independent freighter uh, as a he, he kind of takes a pause as it were a bodyguard hmm. okay. what, what uh, you said shadow wars against other clans I'm not familiar with what a shadow war is can you explain that for me mm. I'm going to roll traditions real quick Mason okay okay Okay. yeah yeah shadow wars are like what Peter Pan fights with a shadow yeah um Humans do not have this concept. Uh, perhaps Harkoon do. What, what was your role? Um, are you asking out of character? Yeah, yeah, because you said you were going to roll it. 
Oh, I got a. Uh, I real real below, so I'm having trouble. I got like okay. a four or something like that. Uh, Shadow wars are wars that Katal fight against others, um, and it is a ceremonial battle in which the other leader is tagged um, to simulate a, as it were, an assassination. And my specialty is in that form of combat. Dueling? Yes, dueling. I've done this before on your planet, actually. I was asked to be a, a um, representative uh, to fight a Katal in a mm. blade combat. Um, actually, in that diplomatic mission, I think there was a show of strength that uh, your clan leader, uh, uh, specifically Chital, had asked me to do a show of strength and to show that even a human perhaps could uh, fight in combat the powerful Katal. And was it, uh, as an out-again question, was it like a formal duel that you did? Yeah, yeah Jeff, Jeff actually and I talked yeah, about we this worked on this out of connection. Uh, we forgot oh. to tell you, sorry, Mason. No, no, that's okay. I'm just asking because I think if it was formal duel, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been a blade combat, right? Uh, he, he had Jeff said it was blade. He combat. had a um, the, the the monkey claw attached oh, to him, which right, simulates right. the katal. Um, it simulates the dew claw thing. Yeah, dew okay. claw. So it had been a blade attached to your forearm that simulates the dew claw. Gotcha. Is, yeah. And that, that I was I younger. Attempting to correct, I was just asking for my own yeah notes and stuff. So um, uh, Hatal's uh, eyebrows are going to raise and go. You voluntarily fought in a duel? Yes. Um, it was my responsibility as a diplomat of the Imperium to establish positive relationships between our races, and uh, it was needed in that moment. The counsel of one of your wise uh, members of your clan, Chital, had counseled me that he felt this is what was needed to show strength in this moment and establish a connection between our people. And it was not against a cub, was it? No, he was quite large and quite skilled. I was very lucky. In fact, I believe that um, some of my handshake actually came from that incident. I had some damage to my body during the fight. I look at uh, Ruben and go, your captain is quite brave to face a full-grown Katal in a duel with only a dew claw. I've seen him in uh, many tough situations. He's, he's very brave. It would be an honor to fight next to the side that says a lot for um, your willpower. Have you? How many times have you operated a ship's uh, guns in, in battle? Mm. I believe at least thirty-eight times. Oh, would be impressive. this one's best guess. Yeah. Excellent. It's impressive. Uh, Tassan, do you have any? Or go ahead, Jada. Sorry. Yes. Uh, so I have a question, Chata. Uh, which, um, so uh, I'm very impressed by your warrior-like um, capabilities, and uh, have also observed um, how effective your species are in fights. So that is good. But the one thing that gives me pause is. Uh, we of the um, Terran species uh, often choose not to kill our foes. Uh, often we will fight and we may subdue them, but we don't tear their throats out. And we sometimes we don't even kill them. Sometimes we capture them 
and uh, choose to do other things with them besides kill them. So I wanted to understand what your thoughts are about if um, if uh, Captain Kane here asks you to subdue somebody, could you do it without tearing their throat out? This one apologizes for the misunderstanding, and I present my fist, my uh, hand, raised hands, palms up to you. Uh, during a shadow war, blood is rarely drawn, and it is very um, rarely done to the death. Hmm. Uh, my people have learned ways to simulate war without actually causing loss of life. Uh, we have learned over the past millennia, if our clans fight, there are many deaths given our prowess in battle. So there is a, um, a lot of self-control that comes in a lot of the actions I did as a hunter. Ah, uh, I have wouldn't be lying if I said I did not ever kill but there are many more that I was able to tap their throat with my claw and that was all the uh, that was needed to uh, suffice the uh, death as it were ah I see okay very good very good does thank that you. answer your question it does it does thank you uh, Kata, so I think what we might do is put you on the simulator, uh, have you do some uh, target practice on the simulator, see how your shooting skills are. Um, I'd also like to, uh, should an incident occur and someone attempts to board the vessel, um, we'd surely like to have your abilities in protecting us against piracy. Um, also, uh, if it's possible, I might have you, we have a library here that has a number of books and journals. It's actually uh, something that we built specifically on the vessel to keep our crew engaged as well as even some of our higher paying passengers have access to the library. Um, feel free to review the medical journals there. I would like to see if your skills could possibly apply over time um, to other races. That, that is a billet that uh, Tassan now fills our medical officer role, um, but he's filling two billets today. So if that's a role that you could take as a primary role over time, we'd be glad to have you consider it. Um, uh, could you give us just a brief moment so that Ruben and Jadis and I and Tassan could speak and then we'll invite you back into the room? Uh, might I ask a question? Uh, absolutely. This one wishes to know would the payment come in the credits or territory? Uh, interesting question. So, Sorry, uh, I'm, I'm laughing because I, <laughs> I understand why he's asking that question. <laughs> yeah, interesting question. So we the the agreement that we have for crew members is initially a payment structure as a crew member however as you discussed territory i view this ship as our territory it is our mm -hmm. home it is where we live and there is the opportunity to gain an ownership share of the ship should you serve well and tasan is on a path to gain ownership in what you might call territory um, both reuben jadis and i have shares in this um, given this is where we live this is what we control and live upon. Thank you. Cool. Uh, if you step out for just one second. Yep. And he stands. He does a slight nod of the head, and then I will stride out the room. Is Buzz present for this? Uh, no. Okay. Buzz is paid crew, right? Yeah. That uh, does. I just want to make sure. I didn't think he was. Yeah, he's not an ownership path. He was going to. He was going to ask an important question. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, Tassan had a real important question. Well, that's Ruben's gonna have to have that conversation. So, um, so uh, gentlemen, I like him. What do you think? Uh, 
I, uh, I, I'm impressed. I, I think uh, we really could use someone who has that physical presence. Yeah. <laughs> he served in the military. He seems very respectful and subdued despite his intimidating presence. Uh, and like Jadis, I'm impressed with him as well. I, I think we should give him a shot just to see how it goes. Tassan? I was thinking we should probably have him and Ruben room together. That way the furs all in one room <laughs> and kind of have better fur management. <laughs> with the <Yeah>. Roomba? <laughs> That's my Roomba. <laughs> That's me we and Kay's Roomba. We will um, both be working territory. It won't be pretty. Oh. Well, that'll, that'll put... That. That'll put uh, Jadis in with Buzz. I'm not sure I was, that's... I was just trying to get the fur containment. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I understand that. Oh, I um, like him. I, I could work on his arm in the free time. I could work on his arm and do some upgrades on that. Um, so that'll be great. He'll... Oh, <laughs> his arm, he'll... It'll, he'll, it'll be like, like... I don't know if you ever saw this old show. It's like called... Hassan, what do you think of the individual there? Oh, he's great. He's really nice. I like him. His fur is <laughs> nice, too. Oh, is there not, as good, in- not as good as yours, Ruben. Oh, that goes without saying. Right. Yours is so <laughs> it's that so special raccoon shampoo. Tassan, in the hardest moments when his arm was injured and you were replacing his arm and he was going through therapy, did he remain, maintain his calm and his demeanor? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it's really the, the physical therapy is really painful. And like sometimes the arm, when they get it, when they first get it, the arm will lock up like in a weird position and it'll stay that way for hours until we can figure it out. And he just sat there and I mean, he wasn't happy, but he just sat there and stayed calm and it, it's painful because oh, your, ner- your nerves are trying to figure it all out. And, uh, he wasn't happy, but he, you know, he didn't like threaten to kill any of us or anything. Um, uh, our, our necks or anything. He, I think he wanted to, but he didn't. Gentlemen as owners and those on a path to ownership on the ship, let us, let us vote for, um, <laughs> Let us vote if we if we want to bring him on as crew. Uh, Jadis, what do you say? I vote yay. Bring Ruben? him on as crew. Affirmative from Ruben. Tassan? Oh, yeah. He'll be great. It is so past. Uh, we will bring him on as crew. Uh, I'm, I'm glad. Because otherwise, it's make another character for the guy. Right. Exactly. Uh, or he becomes Buzz. Or I rolled. Buzz. I might want a new character. So we know. <laughs> there you go. Okay, cool. So, Ruben, would you mind um, uh, reaching out to him and offering him the position? As well as, I think you're going to have to have a hard conversation with Buzz. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Not maybe. You offered Buzz the room. <laughs> You're going to have to talk to him now. <laughs> uh, maybe after we land in port, I'll tell him about it. That sounds good. Plus, it doesn't matter right now because, uh, however, let's go ahead and put him under contract because if we get attacked, I wouldn't mind having an extra gunner. Hey, Jeff, where did you go whenever they sent you away? Did you go back uh, out to the lobby area? I'm standing right outside the door. Yeah, would would you like, like for a human uncomfortably close to the door, <laughs> like right there? Awesome. Okay. I'm so not listening. I'm there. not trying to eavesdrop. Yeah, I'm you're just, just right literal. there waiting. And yes. th- does that door go to like the main lobby area? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The buzz buzz sees you come out and stand there, and he eyes you, and there's a bit of concern in his face. So I look at yeah, Buzz. I said, "The passenger common area." Yeah. So does he? Uh, he eyes balls me like, like squinty eyed. No, eyes you. Uh, well, roll. Like, what are you doing in front tolerance. of the kid? Roll tolerance. No, my 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 two socials coming to haunt me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. He, 
maybe you interpret it as bad, but he's just he I eyes just you for know. a second and then he goes about his business. Well, I'm gonna ask him. Human buzz. <laughs> and he goes, What? Do we have a problem? Katal wish- No, we don't have a problem. <laughs> I was curious if you wish to challenge me or not. I got a funny I got a sinking feeling I'm about to have a roommate and I was promised a room by myself. That's all I'm saying. I'm gonna go back over here and have extra dessert. I'm not too happy about it. It's just they know where to find me as he walks off into the kitchen. I shake my head. I'm very confused. Uh, Captain, perhaps we bring him in and let him know uh, right now? Yeah, that sounds great. And then right. you'll get to talk to Buzz. My so if you, if you open the door, I'm like, right there. Definitely after we land. <laughs> uh, I'll open the door and... Oh, oh uh, uh, Glad to see you're right here. Mm. And then I, I will show him my harpoon sign of respect again i'll raise the neck in vulnerability and say please come back in i nod my head and stride in and uh we have discussed amongst ourselves we are impressed with your experience uh and we have decided to extend you an offer to join our crew this one is very grateful I am confused why the uh, Patriarch is not offering me this. Is that some form of dishonor? No, not at all. It's actually a form of honor. Um, Ruben has literally saved my life multiple times. He is one of the most valuable members of our crew, as is Jadis and Tassan. We all speak with one voice as we all own the ship, and I want you to know that we are a team and that we all support each other. And so we would be honored to have you join that team. It is by no means disrespect. Um, All of our voices speak for the ship. In times of crisis, if a decision has to be made, I will do so, but only with the counsel of my brilliant and capable crew. And and just uh, the Admiral, you don't have to roll for this. You've done diplomacy and stuff with the, interacted with the Katal enough. You know that, you say all that, but you still know that Katal culture is such that as far as Katals are concerned, you're the head of this clan, little mini clan or family, mm-hmm. and you're you're the patriarch, and um, so there's certain structure, and it's just the way they're wired, right? No, I um, get it. Yeah, so you just know that. So I just point that out. So from role play perspective, uh, do what you want with that, but you you know that for sure. And I say what I say. This one is honored that that this was offered to me. Uh, this one will do his best to bring glory and many territories to your ship. He's like trying to figure out the right words to say. Well, that is great. Um, also, please feel free to have access now that you're a crew member to the library here if you want to look up any research or materials. And the simulator is also available to sign, get you set up on the gunnery simulator. So you can kind of look at the gunnery software, check things out and kind of look at that. And then uh, obviously you'll still, you paid passage. So it's your choice if you choose to work on this leg of the journey. Uh, But once we arrive, then we'll put you in a crew bunk with the rest of us and Ruben will be taking care of those. This one will begin immediately. And I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put myself on two knees, present my dew claw, my two hands out like this uh, for the listeners, palm up and say, uh, I pledge my service. Um, to you, Admiral Kane. And the rest of the crew of the Kratzclaw, we are honored. 
and the rest of the crew to the cat's ball. And I smile at him. I know that's hard. <laughs> so I stand up. I grab uh, Tassan by the arm. You will show me the simulator. And I'm dragging you out the door. The <laughs> nice. Um, so is there anything like significant anybody wants to role play here? Because I'm looking at the clock and we need to start kind of coming to a close. Uh, oh, cool. I, can, I can talk with Buzz next session. Yeah, yeah well, just I think that sparks. <laughs> delay, <laughs> delay, delay, delay. Uh, going to ask to um, be birthed in the biosphere if he can. Um, this is not a sleeping area, um, <laughs> but you may spend time in here, as much time as you wish. It's just you will have to have a cabin to sleep in. Oh, he's going to set up a hammock like in the corner. That's, that's fine. Tazan has. That's what Tazan has. <laughs> yeah, these two, Tazan literally, yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, do you want to go ahead and have that conversation with Buzz now, or do you think it's going to be more? Oh, I know you were wanting to wrap up, but I can I can have it now if you'd like to. It's okay yeah. if we go a little bit longer. Uh, all right, so I'll go find Buzz. Ruben finds Buzz uh, wherever he's working, probably in the kitchen. So yeah, you find him, and he's he sees you come in. He goes, "Yeah, I already know what you're coming to talking about." Buzz, uh, by the way, compliments on that delicious jambalaya you've been preparing uh or jump uh gumbo uh and all the wonderful food um, okay i forget you <laughs> but uh yeah we need to talk about um uh your accommodations your your cabin um you know this is uh this is well here's how it is buzz um when we first talked i we talked about uh, you having your own cabin, and uh, as the ship's crew is getting fuller, um, we need to have you take a roommate on temporarily. Now, this is only until we get enough money uh, to uh, expand our ship and our accommodations, uh, but this is something I didn't see coming down the road, and. Uh, I just wanted to let you know, with my apologies, that uh, we do have to have roommates on this. Even the rest of us are have, have roommates as well. Well, I was given a certain salary based on having a room to myself. That is quite true. Maybe we'll need to renegotiate that, but I'll think about it. Not terribly happy he wasn't a fan of my gumbo, but we'll figure that out why. I don't know if he was uh, not a fan of the gumbo. He's a little, he's not familiar with human culture, and I think he was nervous. And being nervous, I don't think he wanted to, he just had an unsettled stomach and didn't eat anything because of that. Because honestly, who could turn down your gumbo? That's what I'm thinking. No, 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 nobody here did. But you know what? He's not human. I'll find out what he likes. I bet it'll be the best yeah. thing he's ever had that he likes that too. But. I, 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 I agree. I agree. Yeah, uh, it's sometimes it's hard to like really mumble this stuff. <laughs> so oh, I do no, good I'll, buzz. I'll, I'll allow for now. Uh, that is you know, a we'll brilliant reconsider. idea. Well, I'll think through this. We'll, we'll figure it out. He seems like an alright guy. Seems like an alright right guy. All right. Again, my apologies. I, I uh, didn't know how big of a ship would be able to afford, uh, but I will work. Uh, to rectify the situation, and uh, we can t revisit your your salary uh, again. Uh, you know, 
All right. See if it's, we'll see. We'll see. Well, I'll give him a test run as a roommate. We'll see how it goes from there. All right. All right. Do um, you have any extra food lying around in the kitchen? I'm kind of hungry. I want to take some back to my cabin. Goes, oh, yeah, sure. I got some here. And he, he gives you some some stuff here. Uh, he gives you a little uh, bit of some, something that he'd been working on uh, that wasn't served for dinner. And it's it's amazing. He didn't tell you what it is. He just, here you go. Try this here. Oh, that is good. Thank you. Any, do you have any uh, chicken bones lying around? I, I like those two. Chicken bones. And he's like, there's a bucket of chicken bones. <laughs> <laughs> All mine. Thank you, my friend. He gives you his uh, um, Kentucky Space Chicken Bucket of Bones. Kentucky Space Chicken. All right. So, we're gonna, uh, good. so real quick, I was waiting at the exit in this, the main common area when Ruben comes out from Buzz. How'd yeah. that go? Uh, he didn't yell. He's obviously disappointed, but he's willing to uh, take on a roommate. Uh, I told him that... Uh, you know, I didn't see what was happening, but he, he's thinking about possibly revisiting his salary because his original salary was based on having his own accommodation. So, uh, but he hasn't asked for that yet. And I told him we would kind of continue this flight and he would accept the roommate and we'll do that and kind of come back and talk about it later. Yeah, I think maybe if Buzz, if we like him and I already like him a lot, I think you do too. Um, maybe we give him some ship options over time. That might be interesting to him. That we can keep our operating costs low, but that'd yeah. be interesting. That is a great idea, uh, Captain Admiral. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Reuben Glazer, Harcoon Sergeant. Okay. Mm -hmm. um. uh, oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. uh, 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 Captain uh, Chicken Bone? Totally. Hey, and, oh, there you go. Hey, let's play. <laughs> you want to play some cards? Let's go up to the bridge and play some cards with Jadis. All right, I'm in. I, guys, I'm, gonna go if, I'm gonna go see if Shailene wants to join us for cards. Okay, that's fine. We need a fourth anyway. Yeah. Right, so, uh, you guys go play some cards, have a good time. The jump concludes, and I'm gonna, we're gonna end at this point here, where as you get into the sector, you get some jarbling, something coming in over the comms. Who's operating comms? Hmm. Not it. Uh, probably me. I'll uh, probably me. It's I a computer comms. electronics comms check, I believe. Yeah, I've got I have I have electronics comms. All right, one. so make an electronics comms check. Okay, go ahead, Ruben. Uh, education. Education? Really? That's weird. I mean, it could be intelligence, too. Uh, they're, not, they're not hardlined. You can use an education or intelligence. Um, yes, yeah, so it'll be nine. All right. You, you clean it up a little bit, and it's a May Day. And the May Day, hold on, where'd my note go? Yeah. It's kind of jarble, but it's it's a mayday. It's like mayday, mayday. Um, prison ship, oh, Altron no. in distress. Mayday, mayday. Prison ship, Altron in distress. <laughs> and that's where we're going to end. Oh, you evil GM. <laughs> that was nice, Mason. Nice cliffhanger. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Altron. Altron, yeah. It's A L T R O N. Dang it. A-L-T-R-O-N. The worst part is we have to respond to a mayday. Yep. Dang it. <laughs> awesome. So that's where we end on the cliffhanger of a mayday from prison ship Altron. And like I said, it was kind of jarbled and broken up, but um, your comms guy got it cleaned up. And we'll pick up their next episode. Yeah, baby. Episode awesome. That was a lot of fun. It was fun to see an interview of a character. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
getting brought on. Jeff was sweating a little bit. It's like, what if they right. Yeah. Cool <laughs> way to explore Jeff's character too. Yeah, well, that was cool. That was cool. Awesome, guys. Oh, and cool. I, uh, no, that's it. Yeah, I was, that's it. So next time will be episode 17, right? Yeah. Yep. So this has been a Dice Haven podcast. Learn more at DiceHaven.com and please rate, like, and review us wherever you get your podcast. We really appreciate it. Any background music and ambient sounds you hear are provided by TabletopAudio.com with the exception of our intro music, which is stock media provided by Pond5. Thanks for listening.